All fucking dies. All fucking dies. That's the name of the episode. Paul fucking dies. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Volume two. Paul fucking dies. Just the sound of him just crying. (laughs) In the shower. I think he's actually singing while he pees. Oh, that's cash money. I love that we're recording this, so now we know that Paul is using the bathroom. (laughs) Absolutely. He'd be okay with it. He's a squatter, too. It's all good, man. I mean, all you know is... uh, (laughs) Squatter's rights. Squatter's rights. You ain't never lived unless you've gargoyled at least once or twice. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Core Kids podcast. Um, announcing Woo! that uh, Donald Trump won Alaska after he had already lost is like watching all your friends win Mario Kart and still having to win the race. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, this week we are joined with the band Desolate. Yo yo, fucking outtime. Right now, we'll just like go down the line of you guys. Just no give us your name and what you do in the band, and then we'll go from there. Who wants? Oh, Cody first. I'll start. Uh, my name is Cody. I do vocals. My name is Tim. I do guitars. Uh, my name is Tyler. I also do guitars. I am Paul. I do bass. Sick. Tyler is also a professional TikToker in his spare time. He That's sure damn is. right. <laughs> That's the way to do it, man. Like, that is how you market your band this year. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> TikTok not, is taking over. Whatever you're not doing touring, you got to be TikToking, bro. It's the way to do it. Absolutely. Money. Absolute money. So, um, I guess if uh, anybody wants to, I guess, explain really what your band sounds like, what are your um, influences personally like for each one of you like go down the line pretty much we've, com- like- we've compared it to like uh bring me like the fucking what album is it there's there a is a hell I, yeah like those moments implemented yeah. with like the new metalcore sound but we're really curious what like you guys like see the vision of your band being versus i guess like someone like kevin and i would interpret it because i mean like genres are bullshit and you guys kind of like stomp over that line all the goddamn time, which I really enjoy. I know other people enjoy. Thank so you. just, yeah, no problem. Just like each one of you kind of just give your biggest influence and in, I guess what you envision the band to be for yourself as well as, I guess, generally. I mean, in that case, let's just go down the line and then like, I'll just do like a summation. Does that yeah. make sense? All right, that works. Cool. Go to you first. Um, uh, as far as biggest influence, um, I mean, it's really funny because I do have to throw, you know, bring me in the There Is a Hell album. That was like yep. one of my favorite albums all time. Like my Same. favorite song, <laughs> It Never Ends. And you even have a tattoo? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do have a tattoo oh, for dude, that. Oh, dude, I'm actually, um, yeah, I'm planning on getting one as well. It's pretty hell fucking yeah. cool. I'm going to get one yeah. for uh, Crucify Me. Ooh. Hell yeah. It's my favorite song by that. That song's <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, flawless. I, I just really liked his voice on that album and i don't know so i've seen a lot of comments about like mine kind of sound similar at times so i always thought that was really fucking cool but yeah i mean that's that's definitely probably my biggest influence 
Um, I feel like for me, writing wise, I mean, it changes obviously time to time, but it's also um, situational. I, oh yeah, yeah, very situational. I was about to say this can be like musically or generally. It doesn't just have to be like creatively. It can even be like from like even a professional standpoint. You know what I mean? So right. Um, I guess professionally, like for the band, I've always been like heavily inspired obviously by like bring me just because like they have always been one step ahead of everyone else Absolutely. in terms of like yeah. like genres five years ahead of the curve yeah always. but every time <laughs> every year or every release they do they're always ahead of the curve and i like i aspire to be that good at, they like, are that band exactly. yeah, they are always have been aside from that i'd probably say and this is gonna probably like i don't know if this would piss anyone off but like honestly <laughs> the 1975 like I know that's a huge inspiration from them. Well, that's where I feel like a lot of our atmospheric stuff comes from too. Like yeah. all the like interesting, um, a lot of just like echoey openness of a lot of the songs and stuff come from because there's a lot of synthy aspect in the songs that really kind of blend from. Um, I think what what would have like uh, fuck what was the album that has uh like somebody else on it? What was that one? I like it when you sleep. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That long ass title. Like that, that whole album alone is just very atmospheric, and you can definitely hear the the influences in that a lot. Definitely in the softer moments. Yeah, that comes through yeah. a lot better. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think the 1975 could get that mad. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Well, people. It. I mean, that's close. I, I guess it's, it's close. Yeah. It's like, have you been on Twitter, bro? I mean, like, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Feel like that song is, is Twitter. Like, yeah, I feel like that's also as angry as they're gonna get. I mean, oh yeah, realistically. So, did he dye his hair yellow? He probably. He I was like yellow he, or it's, orange. It's back to black or now. red. I don't know. Whatever. Maddie's a character. But he is ball. man. His voice, though. Good lord. Absolutely. Was that you? Is that, that was me. Oh, okay. Shit. Uh, damn. For me, um, I was into a lot of like the plot and you style of stuff. I really like how. I wish I had said that too. Damn. Well, I mean, we're pretty similar in Thank that you. aspect. We all have that influence of just like the way Landon kind of goes about attacking his emotions through the the way that he you know goes about doing his lyrics and the way that he actually performs everything for it. Um, plus, was just the style of uh, the plot and you even sworn in with the earlier stuff that we did. Um, it was just very like in your face while still actually having like more of a real world emotion rather than just doing like drugs and alcohol and shit. Yeah. It was very, you know, anxiety, depression based. Cause it's just something real like day to day that we all still kind of go through at times, but that's just like a fucking normal human thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me that those probably be two, two pretty big influencers on that. But, um, I mean, that's that's pretty much me, big guy. Your turn. Hey, hey. Um, so I'm kind of like the odd man out. He's like uh, Shakira. Yeah, Shakira, <laughs> definitely. Dude, Shakira's, I mean, I'm going to guess. Heads don't lie. Dog. Depends on what era Shakira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, don't even nod to him. So, like, the two bands that probably to this day that I still, still there's, there's three. So, obviously, Slipknot. Yeah, because of like fast, aggressive, angry riffs. Iowa, dude. Um, yeah, <laughs> Iowa in general, self-titled. Just like how aggressive and mean it sounds. Uh, I'd say Limp Biscuit, just because of yes. the bounce. Like you know, like the bass in general is just so pissed off. 
everything about them is pissed off and it just sounds really cool when you compile it all together and then some from phoenix arizona um and yeah yeah fuck california (laughs) um and lincoln park was huge out there and this is very stereotypical but like so chester's from phoenix so he, he was always like a hometown hero whenever i was growing up as a kid so i just grew up with that band yeah and uh a lot of the things they do it's not like we're it's not like we want to come off as like ripoff artists but obviously like we always look to them as inspiration yeah. just because they're they were never afraid to do what they wanted to do yeah i'd say those are like my three main that's true and i mean like i feel like i mean back on the topic of like bring me i mean like a lot of people are kind of i feel like bring are kind of stepping into what lincoln park was musically in terms of like their place in the music industry yeah with what they're doing with like post-human and stuff like that yeah. fulfilling uh, the void or the like the role of that absolutely. style of and i mean like it's 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 such a like interesting um i guess like natural evolution of new metal and metalcore and seeing where that uh like what that turns into and other stuff so you mentioned tyler mentioned that um that you guys uh, obviously go to like the plot and you and other like emotionally driven, I guess like new metal core slash like sworn in style bands. How many of you write lyrically for the project? Is it like a big collaborative effort? Is it uh, just sure, Kylie? Sure. So originally it was just me for like the first couple years. Oh, awesome. that, as of like, I mean, pretty much with volume one, it started to actually yeah. become like more just whoever had ideas just to start throwing in. So now it's a lot more, it's usually myself, Tyler and Cody and now Paul, everyone kind of contributes at different points in time. It really comes down to like the subject material too. Like who's most versed with the subject material that we're basing our stuff off of. Gotcha. So sad that day. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously, obviously volume one comes with like a very, um, I guess like, uh, self-reflection slash like I guess like pissed feel yeah. especially with I mean like songs like miserable and stuff like that but also I mean like you have like your um fucking in the end especially for me yeah and I mean like your songs like Ico which give me like old Siler vibes which is I mean like I in like terms it. of like I guess like structure and like how the cleans reminded me of in that song um so it's really interesting because not a lot of bands, I guess, have multiple members who do lyrics, uh, especially when it comes to like vocalists versus like guitarists. I know like there have been plenty, but I guess a lot of people assume that the vocalist is just writing everything and right. stuff yeah. like that. So it's cool that um, there are obviously like plenty of examples of bands who have multiple members that write lyrics, but that you yeah. guys are one of them. Another cool thing too is like every single member of the band sing. so we all sing or yell but we all do it in a different way like cody obviously has more of like the harsher style paul tim and i all do like a mixture of like singing and yelling paul does more lows and then cliff has more of like a a more like rock kind of background for singing and stuff like that um so we all can really kind of connect really well vocally on that because there's just if someone can't really hear something there's four other members that can really (laughs) you know try to take the lead on that to really pick up the slack so there's never like a dull moment of ideas which is really cool yep and that's definitely badass too i mean like i feel like whenever i see a band where like every single member is mic'd up i'm like like 
I'm like, this is going to be sick. Like, personally. <laughs> uh, like, especially, like, a drummer. Like, whenever I hear just, like, a pissed-off fucking drummer, like, I always think of, uh, like, Pablo from Chelsea. Or, uh, what's Jesus Peace's drummer's name? Oh, I don't uh, know. Uh, Pink hair, dude. I can't think of his name, though. I can't remember either. I'm so bad with names. Same. Deadass. Dude, my, my favorite, like, drummer, like, singer is probably from a trade, but that's uh, completely... Yeah. Non -er, like non -er. I mean, mine will always be, <laughs> even though he doesn't really sound the same as he did before, but I feel like Aaron mine will Gillespie. always just be Aaron Gillespie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, got, I got to play with those guys, and I got to watch them backstage, and I was shitting my pants. I, I was just too. sitting there crapping myself. Me sitting there like, high school me would have never thought about this. No, dude, no. Aaron, Aaron Gillespie literally drummed for Paramore for three years because he was bored. That is the biggest yeah. flex I think ever, <laughs> anybody will ever have. Um, so you said you wanted to give like your in review of what your vision for the band is in terms of like style. Um, yeah. That should I leave this one? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, I mean, back, I mean, it's always changing. So I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely. definitely a big thing. Obviously it's typically, it's just like, so back in the day when we did ruiners, that was like very much, we wanted to be you know we wanted to be one of the chicago new metalcore bands like sworn in or villains or rooks or you know whoever and then that kind of transpired into okay now we want to do like more metalcore stuff like uh what was i really into like plot new and architects and stuff and that was a yeah. thing for a minute White noise was very exactly and right and then volume one was like the first time where it was just like I don't really care what this is as a whole. Like, I just want it to be everything that clicks yeah. and just make that into an it's album. It's time to go for a feeling and run with I it. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, a lot of people, I mean, I personally love when bands have a sound that is absolutely not bound to genre, but, like, every time you hear them, you're like, oh, that's that band. It's, yep. so like, one of yeah. my favorites. Um, I mean, you guys are up, like, up there, especially with these last two singles. Like, I hadn't really heard about you guys before, and then Kevin... Uh, showed me and i was like <laughs> fuck yeah i dig this but like uh bands like omerta i was about to say Om omerta in um yep. diamond construct probably as well yeah dude, like, diamond like, construct dude. straight box dude like diamond construct made like a metalcore album that was like solid but like never resonated with me and then they put out that ep and i was like this yep. this is it yeah, yeah. Um, shout out by the way diamond construct their singer just added us the other day if you guys oh, want to tour awesome. let's do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude absolutely desolate, say, yeah the desolate down under tour bro oh my god Yo. Conform on board, so yeah, go conform. throw yeah. alpha wolf in that mix too bro that album Jesus. alpha wolf's fantastic but what i was saying is like it it seems like lately, in the past like year and a half or so, especially with acts like Poppy or like New Bring Me the Horizon or Love, that a lot of people are getting way more open to bands just doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. And I'm so happy about it because I've always been a fan of bands who do that, but make it work. Not just yeah. like, you know, like this isn't to like throw like shots at anybody, but like your wage wars and like your other bands like that, who have obviously taken a step into a more accessible sound that ne isn't necessarily bad, but you kind of lose. It's just cookie cutter. Yeah. Formulaic. Yeah. Exactly. Formulaic, yeah. But you, yeah, yeah, you lose what the project 
you know, the feel and like what came with the feeling you had with a certain, you know, like a blueprints. Yeah. Uh, as say, everybody to, had on wage war with like all the, with like blueprints and the album, the album after and empires and shit. And then they just yeah. kind of, they dropped pressure and everyone was like hearing the singles and I was like, Oh, this is probably pretty solid. And it was just really disappointing. Yeah. It's, it's just like, like, it's like XM octane money. It's, it's, it's arena. arena yeah. Yeah. It's arena rock with drop F tuning. Like that's all. Um, so I, I, I've always been one to say, like I've said it on this podcast plenty of times and stuff like that. Like I have never cared when a band changes their sound, as long as they're still making good music, like Emma Rosa, I think is one of the greatest examples of this. Like, faded away entirely from making like post-hardcore into like pop rock and stuff and i'm just like worked and it worked and same with like bring me the horizon and other artists so it's really awesome to see that you guys have that same mentality of having a feel that you know that no matter what you are creating you're still going to carry your identity with you which is yeah fantastic the so, idea of fuck it, lo-fi beat into a two-step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's you only just worse wait. From here. Just wait. <laughs> oh, oh, just wait. Oh, God. Here we go. Don't even get getting weird. Here. I was going to say, damn. Volume 2 Electric Boogaloo. I was going to say, we never <laughs> talked about maybe possibly giving a teaser. Oh. Oof. Oof. Did I just plant Darn. the seed? Oh, oh no. Kind of. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean so, the Discord. The Discord already knows, dude. Yeah, Discord knows all. Discord knows Discord everything. Knows all. We still haven't made that public yet. I don't know if we should. What the Discord? The yeah. Discord. Oh, we will. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. With a shirt. Third not fest feature. <laughs> I joined the Discord. Discord. All I got was this crappy shirt. <laughs> It's just it's, jo- it's literally I the same desolate format Discord. as <laughs> I joined the Desolate Discord and all I got was this the original 33 roll. <laughs> <laughs> so what are when it comes to like um I guess like with missing number and hedgehog's dilemma, um what is your ultimate goal moving f- I guess forward with this project in terms of I mean Elephant in the room, no one's touring. What's like oh, your yeah. biggest plans from here into let's say like six months from now? Yeah. I would say the the biggest thing between now and yeah, like roughly six months, somewhere in that time period. Yeah. It would be it's for sure gonna be finishing and releasing this upcoming EP. Gotcha. That's that is the biggest thing. So who do you guys, do you guys self-produce? Do you guys, out, uh, who do you guys record with? <clears throat> we currently, we've been doing a uh, sort of mixed situation where we record and write everything here at Paul's house. Mm-hmm. And then once we get all like the, you know, like the DIs and everything done, we sent pre-production. Yeah. We send it out to uh, Josh Schroeder, who, to anyone who like isn't aware Sam of who Sam Dudu produces Varials, right? Yes, Varials, yes, King A10, Plot New, oh, um, Dayseeker. He does a lot of stuff. Does yeah. he still do Plot? Or just he, like... He only did stuff. Happiness and Self-Destruction. And self-destruction. Yep. Gotcha. Okay, they're that makes good sense. Yeah, they're good <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There it is. The hot take. Hot take. There it is. Um... I was about to say, some of my favorite like style of metalcore is the like just pissed... Like the fact that like like Master Flames has is just as mad now as they were like ten years ago, and I feel like yep. metalcore isn't as mad as it used to be. Uh, and if it is, like it's just like 
it's just down tempo or it's just yeah. you know yeah. slam just like, bands I, like traders i mean i love uh, yeah i love i love body snatchers just as much as the next person but like where's the variety you know what i mean yeah um so that's that's awesome um yeah that definitely saves a lot um have you guys have any uh so you guys do all the pre-pro and like production yourselves in terms of like writing like you don't work with other producers or anything like that yep that's Correct. that's all us yep. that's awesome that's, that's very dope. cool especially when i mean like it's definitely no secret that like bands i mean like even some of my bands like work hand in hand with producers these days to like write material i mean i know for a fact that uh you know um will putney and uh his like they they actually encourage like walking in with nothing especially yeah. randy labeouf yeah especially yeah. randy uh and i think i think the only the only release that has ever uh been mostly written before going in there was the new boundaries album yeah. that came out today <laughs> oh, oh that came out today it did. Yeah. i missed that yeah. it's definitely uh, recommend a trip it's a good it, trip it for sure. I was gonna say it definitely. Every leaks. album leaks. Sadly. Everything leaks. Yeah, nothing. People were leaking our shit like two years ago. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, hey, I'll take it. I'll that's, take it. That's like, cool it's, as shit. Right? It's, it's like, more. It's leaks. more people. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't fucking know either, but it did. Yeah, I feel like when you're at like a stage like that, like where you're not at that level, and people are leaking your stuff, you're just like, that's just exposure, <laughs> really. Like, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't have to pay for ads on that. I was about to, it's about to be like, yeah, I didn't have to pay for these Instagram ads again. Exactly. <laughs> Funny enough, that's actually how I found you guys' band was through an Instagram ad. There you go. Uh, yeah. And I was like, damn, this bangs. <laughs> hey, at least you know that money's going to something. Exactly. Yeah, it's actually it working. If it yeah. works, it works. Exactly. Being um, was it for nothing, kind of. So <laughs> kind of. I'm not entirely sure if you guys have, but if you have um i assume you have what is your i guess like going down the line again what is your favorite tour that the band has been on and uh i guess like favorite memory from that tour all right we're gonna have to think very very carefully about this um i'll go first we'll okay um i mean honestly as much as like Cause like between, cause we did the two major ones were we did a run with false fire and loser back okay. in December of this past year. And then we did a run with our like buddies and somewhere to call home, like back in 2017. Oh, sick. Yeah. Honestly, as much as like false fire, false fire guys and loser guys are both super cool, but somewhere to call home are like our homies and doing that first run with them was like, life-changing like well, it was first run it was too. yeah and it was first run but it was like it was very fun yeah what was but what would be my favorite memory though i don't know i feel like the more uh, happened the florida or no south carolina where was it the older, the older that is oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the we'll realization that. oh that's shit third. that'll we'll get to that'll that. be tyler's okay that'll, that'll be, tyler's. be tyler's okay yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh just a, I'm just okay. a doormat for fucking old women dude. okay oh <laughs> no before before we get to his i would say mine was and this is gonna piss you off anyway is when tyler because when we did this tour we used tyler's jeep 
and we all crammed in God it. Damn. Fuck yeah. Personal vehicle no. tours. No. Hold Hell on. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, no. Second day of tour, we were pulling into Myrtle Beach to like hang out before our show. His fucking radiator exploded. <gasps> Mind what? You, I bought that fucker three months prior he, to this. Yes, he oh. had just gotten that Jeep. <gasps> Literally just driving, pissed in one, just it blew up. <laughs> We were on the main stretch of Myrtle Beach going to the beach and all of a sudden it was like, what's that rumbling noise? And we all look at the like the thermometer and it is just cranked past H. And we're just like, oh no. <laughs> I had to get it towed all the way from Myrtle Beach. Got a new engine in it. What was it, like two, three grand? Oh, you gotta keep going out. Five grand. Oh, <laughs> no. Fuck! I spent about thirty eight hundred to buy that fucker. By the time it was done, it was about a fifteen thousand dollar car. Oh, Jesus, that still didn't God. pass inspection. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! That's, oh man, that's got to be my favorite. Who's next? I mean, Kobe? mine's pretty easy because I wasn't able to go on that tour because I was in college yeah. and I was doing my internship. Yeah, wiener so who couldn't... goes to college. <laughs> So hides in degree <laughs> uh, so i mean the only tour that i've been been able to do was the um falsifier and loser one and i don't know if i can really pick a favorite memory because just it being my first time like i just tried to soak it all in um i mean the first thing that i think of it wasn't even like a good memory <laughs> it was just we stopped at this like sketchy oh, hell walmart yeah. like oh in, in philly oh, yeah i don't remember yeah. was it yeah so <laughs> it was like, yep outside of king of Prussia. i did not sleep that night because <laughs> there were cars just like stopping constantly. next to us like constantly all night long and i was like all right, drug I'll deals just, they were yeah. looking oh, in the van while we were wait. sleeping I thought about like going into the Walmart to buy like Pokemon cards and stuff to like pass the time, but oh, I was like, I'm yeah. not getting out of this fucking. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to this Walmart unless I am strapped. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. That's like the first thing that pops up. It's not a not a good memory, but like. Oh my or God. dying at Coal Fest. Right. Oh my gosh, that wow. was awful. That was so that was... hot, dude. I think I'm I, shocked. I no one actually passed it. out. We, I, was, wasn't I, that I outside in like is wasn't that like Trenton, New Jersey? Yeah, no, it, it was, was Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Reading, Pennsylvania. Oh, that was okay. in Lancaster, or is it? No, that's Chameleon. Yeah. It's it's third. Yeah. Lancaster yeah, is a Kublai was, Khan show. Yeah, yeah. Lancaster is a Kublai Khan. That show was hot too, but it also was bad because we just got off the plane from Japan the day before. <sighs> Forgot about so that. we we got off the plane, slept for four hours, packed up the van, <laughs> and went straight to Lancaster to play with Kublai Khan. Were you guys playing Japan, or was it just like a uh, like a trip, personal trip? Yeah. Okay, just, I was about to say had to do it. I mean, I would if I'm being completely honest, I wouldn't have been surprised. Like you guys seem like the kind of band who could do a run in Japan. If I'm being it's like, hopefully soon. It's like hopefully. in the works. Oh hell yeah! There you go. Problem is, is there's a, uh, a <laughs> certain thing going on right now that yeah, called an <laughs> yeah. un unnamed thing that's making everything really fucked up. Oh, we won't get like flagged. <laughs> you can say it. You can say whatever COVID. you want. COVID. Fuck COVID. Yeah. Fuck COVID. Uh, the only Tyler, reason you, we've been you flagged and... on Spotify is because we put episode in the fucking name. <laughs> 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 like I'm not even kidding. 
When did that happen? It works. Like, like a month ago. Oh, that's funny. I removed every fucking episode and just numbered this bitch. Also, we have hey, fucking... It's the job yeah. done, man. You have a... Oh, oh yeah. Time no. remaining. 10 minutes. All 10 right, minutes, Tyler. baby. Tyler. What is... All right, oh, Tyler. Sorry. I don't know <clears> shit. what. So... Fuck, where was it? It was in South Carolina? North. It, it was, was North, North Carolina. Carolina. Oh, God. Um, so we were playing a show there, and the owner of the bar that we were playing at, his wife really took a liking to me. <laughs> um, she was exactly what you thought she was. She was not hot. Um, <laughs> she did have really big boobs but like it wasn't to the point where like it could save anything so it's yeah. like you're just stuck dealing with it um wasn't she wearing daisy dukes she was wearing daisy dukes and a flannel that was unbuttoned to her belly button so you could you couldn't miss it and it didn't help that i had to go fucking face first into it because she shoved my face in it and oh my uh god she was sitting down at the front of the bar, like right next to the doors. And I was walking in with like equipment and stuff. And uh, she made me like, come in. She was like, come here, come here. So then I like got down on my knee and she was smoking a cigarette. I had a hat on and I was just like wearing it forward. She was like, you know, I think you're real cute. And I think it's time we did something about it. And then flicked her cigarette on my hat, like ashed it on my hat. And then she was like, oh, I got something on you. And then flipped the hat off my head and then shoved my head in her boobs, pushed me off of her boobs, and then picked my hat up and then tried to sit on it. After I got my hat back, I was so like, I don't fucking want to be here right now. Like, I don't even want to play. I ended up hiding in the van. Like, I was like, I got to go get more equipment. I, I hid in the trunk of the van and I didn't come out until we had to play. Like someone had to come get me. I think it was either you or Jason His had to come get it, me. What's that? It, it was, was ours. It was ours. It was we had ours. a rental van because that was yeah. after my fucking Jeep died. Um, <laughs> was that the what show was that? Who was headlining? We were. It was us. Yeah, yeah. it was us. Um, Sadly. So then, yeah, someone <laughs> someone came out and got me. I came in through the back, did the set, left through the back, and then didn't go back inside. And she was shining a flashlight in every car looking for me after it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was fucking mint. It Prop, was great. I think the best part of that night, aside from you getting scared, was her screaming during Dude. our set. Was it, during yeah. <laughs> it was in between songs. All you could hear is just her from behind the bar just... <laughs> not one person gave a fuck more than she did dude oh god um i th- so that's probably the funniest one it wasn't my favorite because i <laughs> <laughs> it's it not funny. my favorite i just got sexually assaulted <laughs> yeah no yeah that happens a lot but um, at shows and weddings apparently Jesus. Um, yeah yeah it was bad uh i think probably my favorite <laughs> the memory was <laughs> fuck what was it what I don't remember what show we did in the Falsifier Loser Tour. I think probably the Rochester one, just because they're always really good to us. Where you got the, can- the drinks kicked out of your hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, that was I was awesome. double fisting. I still fall so I hard that, that night. To the, the but then again, I don't remember okay. like a lot of that tour because all I did was drink after every <laughs> single set. Stealing alcohol from the bar and then running to the van, slamming it, coming back in with a different shirt on to get more drinks. <laughs> Good God. I'm just a power move. Paul. I'm the party guy, dude. The Paul's my instigator. 
the hustler. Paul tells me I can. My wallet says no, but Paul says yes, so I say yes. <laughs> he has. All right, Paul. What about you, man? Uh, wow. Uh, does it have to be with this band or a different band? It can be with any band, honestly. <laughs> um, <coughs> scumbag. Scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I used to play in a rock band, um, and we went on tour with a band called Trapped. Oh, no fucking way! So, like, our first EP was produced by their bassist. Like, this was about ten years ago. Holy shit! And um, we went on tour. I, I don't even give a shit at this point. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, I could. There's a couple things that happened that could like really ruin some marriages, but I'm not gonna. You were literally like, "Fuck it, sue me." <laughs> there are some things that happened on the tour bus that I witnessed that were not okay. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um. So. <laughs> There was one night that we were in San Diego and we were playing this place called Soda Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about an hour before check-in, like loaded and all that. So like when you're on like a, a mainline tour like that, you got to load in around like 12 o'clock. You got to have bus check, make sure everybody gets out, everybody's good to go. And you're everything's on stage, you're ready to go. And you're looking for all the members. We're doing your first line ins, everything, and the singer is nowhere to be found. Who? Oh, Chris. Because he's doing yeah. a line in, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> <laughs> so he had brought, and I'm not trying to like demoralize by any sense, but like he brought literally this, whatever you want to call it, this girl from Russia who had just come off of, of like a, of a plane. She was very much so like, into him i don't know what happened i don't know how she got there but they fucked off and we lost him for about five hours jesus he showed up an hour before the set and we were like freaking out screaming trying to figure out like okay what's happened he's been he's been kidnapped or whatever and and it turns (laughs) out that he had gone on a ecstasy and jack daniels field trip (laughs) and ended up like several miles down the road from some random taxi cab ride. I don't know why or how or like how he even showed back up because he was like on the other side of San Diego when they finally got him there. And he walked in like 10 minutes later, like right before the set. And he was off his fucking rocker. Dude, he was like, headstrong. Yeah, he was headstrong, ready to take on anyone, whatever was coming at his way. Like, he, it was crazy. The dude is a complete nutbag. Oh my god! He offered us to stay on the tour for like another week after the fact, and we politely told him no. <laughs> like it's like no, you can get fucked, dude. And they gave us a thirty Jesus. rack of Bud Light after that as like a parting gift. <laughs> god, I don't know what I would, like, especially like just a random woman from Russia. I would have been like, oh my god, he's dead. Like the Russian mafia. Yeah, yeah like absolutely, like, like mail order type shit, bro. <laughs> It was, it's not to like be like judgmental by any storms. It was, no. it was it was one of those things that you read about on the internet. Yeah, like it was weird. And they're not that's, cheap. Like, that's an all press that. article waiting to happen. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, have you actually ever looked up how much mail order brides cost? Uh, she was legit. Private brides are They're like, they're like fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just asking for a friend, no, but, like, damn. She, she, didn't, she didn't last after that either. Like, they broke up. That's a, a that's a lot of money She's right gone. there. It was crazy. It's so a butt rock song that pops off. Hell they yeah. had a, that's so crazy. Like the whole like mentality of how one hit wonder is like a real thing. 
oh and yeah like can literally set you for life baffles me to this day because like I mean, part of me set. is like part of me is like do i still like keep playing bandit chords or do i want to like stop for a year write a song that'll make me like set for the rest of my life and then go back to playing metalcore it's it's like it's <laughs> like, the it's the nickelback continuum so like think of it this way if you were oh, offered absolutely. three million dollars by roadrunner records to go and write a bunch of shit songs would you do it my middle name would be roadrunner <laughs> records yeah. what i all right no but here's here's the, my whole thing oh, yeah. something that i've always been open about personally is like i don't care what kind of music i'm playing as long as i like it yeah, yeah. or i can like have fun playing it you know what i mean like Yep. Nickelback has some riffs. I'm not gonna lie. Like, First oh, album, Nickelback. Yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. So what is it? Silver side up or no? Silver. It was so that was their second. Big was one. it? Okay. Yeah. That was fucking like that, that opener on the album. Follow you home with that double bass pattern. Something else yeah. for that band. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's pretty fucking nuts. Fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> all uh, I wanted to do is kind of just go through like a rig rundown sort of thing because we do have um musicians and just like casual listeners but i mean i'm i'm a fucking gear nerd so absolutely i just always obsess over gonna like, sit back for about 20 minutes <laughs> absolutely nothing kevin likes to listen to me talk about gear sometimes. i do Heck yeah <laughs> literally watch this man scroll through reverb for like a solid hour looking oh, at this listings and he has like yeah. 300 something probably more oh, yeah <laughs> I'm, on, literally, I'm literally on reverb 10 percent of my day left out of this it's yeah. just your new instagram <laughs> I'm gonna sit back too. no oh, shit it just i, I have mic yep <laughs> it go it go burr <laughs> yeah. uh you oh, can start tim we'll, we'll do that what do we do uh rig rundown. Rig rundown. so just yeah. explain the rig you're using so okay. you can start mm, I, or you can start I'll whatever you whatever you, you don't start, touch we'll on i'll just like ask about like don't like Right. Don't feel like you have to cover every base because whatever you miss, I'll just ask. Yes, right. yeah, so I'll go first because I have yeah. the, I have the shittiest out of the three of us. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, the songwriter does. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me, right? Hey, For the longest just, time, it was flip flop. That is true, proves, true. But that just proves that you're a great producer because you work with less and just make it work. You know what I mean, bro? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as of right now, yeah, I had to think about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a I was gonna say the camera will show it too. I'm running a three by twelve custom made uh Omega cab. Weird. That I got made back in like what was it like oh my God, 14? 14. Yeah, it was it was one of the dude's first ever cabs, custom Holy cabs. Shit. Which was sick. That's, so that still sick. kills it, dude. Dude, it's oh, absolutely. held up. Those things are built to go through like nukes. Like I, yep. yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> yeah, they're the Nokia phones of, of cabinets. But like absolutely. they're good though. They're, they're like solid. they're like they're like Apple iPhone tens, but like they're built like a Nokia. Oh my god, I've yeah. through my fucking iPhones. <laughs> but so I'm running that and then I got an Ibanez iron label RGD some model number. Yeah, Ibanez are great about names, right? I just Dude, Morse fucking code. No. <laughs> just six X T Pi symbol, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it is. All I know is yours is the the flame maple. Oh, no, it's like the spalted maple or whatever yeah. yeah oh gotcha so i'm assuming that just has like the demarzios or whatever like came with it and stuff actually like this myself and tyler were both bare knuckle boys so Ooh, what I, kind of bare knuckles do you run i run war pigs for both the bridge oh, and the neck wow. nice. and he runs i just have a single painkiller yeah painkiller pain <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, keep going. What are you running for That's pedals? Uh, so pedals, um, like the major ones, obviously Digitech Whammy. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Um, for <laughs> never like, have guessed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wee woo wee woo. Which uh, which Whammy is it though? Because you got the the D. It's the it's the DT model. So it has like it's the normal Whammy pedal plus the down tune, so we can you know switch tunings. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Wait. How, uh, what tunings do you guys play in? Because I knew G, but are there others as well? There. Yep. There are others. Um, mainly it's G, but there are certain songs that go down to either F or E, and on the newest, the unreleased stuff. There's stuff that goes down to like, I think C. Yeah. An yeah, octave low, down. Low C. A low, yeah, yeah, low C, low C sharp, something like, like that. Spirit box type shit. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. What else you got? Um, for uh, distortion, I run a abominable, bleh, abominable electronics Hellmouth. Oh, interesting. Which is like sick. a modded out TS9. Yeah. yeah. Pedal's fucking cracked out, dude. Dude, it is. It's sick and cheap. Very cheap. Yeah. So for um, amplification, what do you you like? Kept the gang. <laughs> this is this is where you're gonna see the the extreme <laughs> difference <laughs> in porter. So what I was running for and, and still am running is I run a like cab sim off my Pod 500. Gotcha. Which is like a Mesa Boogie Rip something or other. I have. Yeah, the tread plate. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I'm running that through the Pod, and I just use a 6505 as the power amp for it. Oh my god, that's <laughs> nuts! I've I've literally been doing that for the past like seven years. Just and I, bypassing the fucking sixty five oh five. Yeah. Because I mean the tread plate, especially when you set it up to like do dual amp, it's a fat fucking tone. Exactly. Today, like people underestimate some oh, of the OG pickle. pod stuff. We should definitely bring that. Up. Oh, yeah, and the one, the last thing I'll bring up is because it's. I think it's a pretty understated like gem in our I mean, our we gear. Use it throughout the entire record of Boy exactly, Oxen. but like how many people really would tell though? I just love the name. It's we use a way huge uh, swollen pickle pedal. Oh, and you guys use those for like your slams and stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and the entire been... ending breakdown to miserable. Miserable, missing no. Yep. Yeah. In the end, like any slam riff. Sometimes it's more noticeable depending on how it's mixed, but like mm -hmm. that's there's a swollen pickle under it. Yeah, that's what uh Putney I found out that he uses that on literally <laughs> every <laughs> every single album he does that has like breakdowns like that, like with counterparts, knock blues, they all I was gonna say I learned about it from Jesse from Counterparts. Oh, you watched yeah, you saw that rig rundown of yep, yep. Yep. I have I literally have the uh same guitar that he used to use for uh the uh, LTD, the PC2, the semi-hollow one. Yep. That's one of my favorite guitars I have. But um, that's awesome. So, oh my God. dude, it's, it's wild. They're, these two are trying to, like, figure out what their gear setup is. But, Tyler, you're <laughs> next. All right. Um, so, Mr. my rig Mr. Is, Fancy Boy. My rig is fucking debt. Um, <laughs> I have the... Your guitar the is debt. Your guitar Dang. is so Yeah, dude. Dead. It's tough, but it's it's worth it um i, I feel that rig so i got the orange 4x12 it's the 450 watt closed back cab mm -hmm. um <clears throat> i am a part of the kemper family so i got the 600 watt uh rack unit kemper i am emulating currently a Grand uh Yep, the Granifier from Omega Amplifiers. Oh, hell um, yeah. I have it modded a little bit, so it is our sound to it. But that's the amp that I'm simulating through right now. 
Um, I'm blending it in the actual amplifier with a Mesa cabinet that blends with the orange. Um, Cause with the pickup that I have in my guitar, it's very like mid range. It's very mid. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. I, I need a more low end and a little more aggressive tone. So the, the blend of my bass that comes from the orange and then just the aggressive highs that come from the Mesa um, pretty much just make the tone there. Um, other than the Kemper, <clears throat> I have the uh, Kemper foot controller that goes with the actual rack unit amp. What is that? An extra thousand? It's oh, it's five five hundred. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, fuck. It's not that much better. <laughs> no. I'm about but, to get the. Uh, I'm about to get the stage. Actually, I I've been running yeah. Helix. I've been running a Helix for a while, and I love it. I have like an HX Stomp, so my entire rig is a yeah. pedal board. Yeah, and dude. So I like that. I I was debating so hard, especially with Paul. We were debating so hard on getting the the Stomp. Yeah. I just. I've had so many bad experiences of people just dumping beer on my shit or stomping my cables. Yeah, I just, I'm not fair. about spending that much money to get it ruined. So I'll just spend a lot of money and put it in a rat case that can fall over and get broken. Fair. Um, <laughs> so for pedals, yeah, I have the Kemper foot controller. I'm running a mission expression pedal for detuning stuff. Um, I also have the Digitech whammy pedal. Um, I'm blending my amplifier tone with like the Omega tone with a uh, plumes pedal. Earthquaker. Oh, Earthquaker, Earthquaker devices yeah. plumes. Yeah. Those so that's sick. That's constantly on. That just helps give a little bit more grit into my tone. Um, and then I have, fuck, what else do I have? I have the swollen pickle. And then, uh, oh, we both uh, use the pitchfork oh, as yeah. well. Gosh, um, yeah. so we'll use the Digitech whammy for like, uh, two octaves that we're using the whammy. So for yeah, that. the Digitech we use for either two whammies or like detuning and then the pitchfork we'll use for three, three whammies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear, you'll hear more of that coming soon. Dude, that's, that's insane. like, that sums up like veins, like guitar. Work yeah. Right there, is that yeah. Three, that three octave. That's wild. Um, other than that, that's, I think guitar. that's. All You're running. Halo? Oh yeah, dude. I have a, uh, a signature <laughs> yeah. series halo, um, by the company halo custom guitars out of California. They, uh, they built me their first jazz master model. Um, so it's got all my, all my specs on it. it. took like six months to build. It's got my name on the back of it and everything. It's fucking cool, man. That's wild. Um, I, uh, I have a Balagir and they're very similar in the sense to how they, have the like the online builder and yep. like the everything yep. like that. I I'm very very happy with the stuff that I've been getting from them. Oh, absolutely. But, but yeah, I've uh, I have some bare knuckles in a few of my guitars. I really like the um, oh my god, Blackhawks, and I actually just tried Ragnaroks. They're I fucking sweet. I thought yeah. I wasn't gonna like them, but I just recently got a Prestige Ibanez that I'm actually trying to get rid of just because like. It's great, but I'm not a mainly seven string player, and I already yeah. have the uh, Stefan Carpet Dertelli as like my one and done. Um, Those guitars so, are hot. They're heavier than shit. Oh they are yes, hot, man. <laughs> um, I've recently been getting more into Fishman's just because of like consistencies and like how they're made and stuff. But... They're making a huge uprising. Like Fishman oh, had a yeah. good name, but dude, they, I don't know who took control of their pickup. Ken Susie. Uh, there on Earth. is doing shit Dude right from on Earth, yeah. Um, but that's awesome. What about right, you, Paul? It's all you. Uh, so I'm I'm a lot more simple. 
<laughs> I play bass. Yeah, I fucking tap dance, dude. So I was so I have like a recent upgrade, but like so before I was running like a orange based terror head, five hundred watt head with a um it's kinda weird, but I was running an HX stomp. Um line six, right? Yeah, yeah. line the line six HX stomp. And then that was delivering uh a couple of different like uh emulations and then I was running some other distortion and compression out of that. And then that went to a B seven K Ultra. And that went out to a um, orange four by ten cab. Now I'm running a Kemper with uh, it's an Ampeg SVT model with a Sansamp RBI rack oh, wow. that's also going through the B7K Ultra V2. Jesus. So I got a couple other things that we're gonna mess with. Um, I got this like uh, compressor that has like tidy whities on it. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna experiment with that and then possibly throwing in like the mini ISP decimator just to kind of clean up the tone just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and then as far as bass right now, it's another like odd man out thing, but I used to play five strings back in the day. Like I used to, um, I used to rock a music man, uh, Stingray. Yeah. But now I'm using a Fender professional four string. Ooh. Yeah, it's a jazz bass. So oh, gotcha. I might upgrade here soon to Dingwall. Dingwall. I was about Dingwall. to say Dingwall, yeah, bro. No, no, no. it. Nah, I can't. Dude. Everyone's playing Dingwall now. You're back with I'm, her. I'm I'm yeah. I wonder why they're playing Dingwall. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have a knee knocker. But what I want to do is there's a company um, that actually makes like graphite necks. Oh, interesting. So uh, yeah. I can get it extended out to like a 35 inch scale. Right on the yeah. four string and just keep a four string at that point is that is that what you're like running into is like going as far down to g just holding intonation and stuff with like a four i mean string bass? it does pretty well luckily, i was like, about to say a lot of people don't know that like basses can go down very low until you run into that issue so like honestly it, it holds fine the tuners on the fender pro series are phenomenal yeah they're that's really um awesome. Intonation wise, I haven't encountered any issues. When we actually record, this is kind of redundant, but we record all of my bass on a Schecter Stiletto Five custom oh series. Not, no, not a custom series. It's the Elite series, um, and that's loaded with EMGs. So everything's recorded with a active pickup setup. Whereas my Fender has passives, right. but that's just because it makes the signal like a little more hot. But I haven't encountered issues. But I just don't want to it's kind of the thing like so That's, if i can yeah. get that scale out to a 35 that would be sick it would which is possible yeah exactly but that's awesome all right so i only have like really like one or two more questions for you guys going down the line uh especially so cody can input again <laughs> i feel bad <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> that like it's dry all good. like dry 12 minutes yeah, or so but i just want to know i'm pretty yeah. i just <laughs> dude please oh my god um i kind of just want to know like what is your favorite artist that each of you discovered this year? Ooh. Especially, ooh, ooh. especially considering That's like hard. we've, we've been trapped. Tough. No pun intended, Paul. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a joke for like five years. At this point. Oh, no no. It got worse this year. Oh, oh yeah, no. No, it, su it sucked ass because I just you saw them like a year and a half ago. Oh my god! Every time they come around, I, I go hang out with them backstage, and now I can't do it. No. <laughs> canceled, um, canceled, canceled. Yeah, pretty much just like your favorite artists you found this year. And I guess for each of you, um, again, this is going to be probably the hardest question. Um, 
your like maybe like top three favorite albums of all time. Oh, that's e- right. that's easier. That that's easier. All right, <laughs> that's way easier. <laughs> Got that down. All right, sick. Who all right, go ahead. Start, buddy. I I have to think about this. Oh fuck. All right, so then go with uh, favorite artist this year. I'm think I'm thinking as hard as I can. Um, two that I discovered this year. Who would it be? Well, okay, one of them definitely would have to be Diamond Construct because I Fair. just found out about them this year. They're sick, yeah. Um. And then maybe, I mean, honestly, because I never really like listened to them beforehand, dude, Tala, I really got, cause Josh like, recommended them. They just yeah. really started out this year mainly. They yeah. Like and they, key as hell. they they're, um, it. yeah, yeah. Their vocalist was, I don't know if you guys like indulge yourselves in like YouTube as much as the next person, but, um, or even if you remember this, their vocalist was the guy that won the first ever like Jared Dines vocal contest. Oh, he did. <laughs> I yeah, that's I, just, uh, I knew him from his vocal covers. Yeah, Hungry, and so. he later he had his own channel called Amneon that was later called Hungry Lights. He did like a rebrand. So it's been like wild because I still like go back and watch that like performance entry he did because it's one of the most insane fucking vocal deliveries I've ever seen. Um, and it's crazy to see him now be in one of the most innovative, like modern new metal bands that I think is like really yeah. stepped up this year. So. The fact that Max Portnoy is in that fucking band. Dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Jesus. He kills it though, man. He's fucking yeah. so good. Dog. His snare tone. Holy We're shit. We're supposed to play that, that skate park show with them. Oh, and that's we right. Up canceling we that. fucked yeah. off. We were a little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell my mom, okay? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who next? All right, uh, me. Um, I think probably the two. It's they. They've been bands. I just, I'm so sheltered, I guess. But Spirit Box is one of them for me, and then the other one that I just have not stopped listening to is Dayseeker. Uh, oh, interesting. Phenomenal, dude. So is it mainly phenomenal. Sleep Talk or like their older material as well? Um, Sleep Talk is good. I'm currently stuck on Burial Plot a lot and Drunk. Those, yeah. are, those are the fucking jams, dude. But That's... I just, his vocal range is just unreal. And they're so tight live. Like they, they sound just like the record that's a that's a rarity now it's a very very big rarity you know it's either it's one or the other you sound really good on record but suck ass live or that's us true (laughs) kevin and i I will also give our answers after you guys are all right solid yeah go ahead uh, Uh, well you didn't do your three favorite oh we'll do that that yeah all right going back around um so i was gonna say spirit box but I think I got to just because I've heard them before. I heard I knew who they were. Yeah. Uh, I got to say Sleep Token. Fuck. Fuck. I forgot. This has been a long ass year. I know. (laughs) Sleep Token. token, Yeah. That's the guilty pleasure. Yeah. If you want the year to fucking feel long, just remember Spite release this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the the most messed up part about it is like when you think about it, we saw a dealer in March, and they're oh my god. Yeah, I saw dealer in February in New York City. Wait, that means you saw dealers last show? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Had no idea. No, had no idea. (laughs) We were in the subways on D Day of COVID. 
yeah. in New York City. The day it got <laughs> announced that it was a fucking pandemic, we were in the subway watching on the news. <laughs> Jesus. It's like rad. But yeah, like so Sleep Token, Vessel's phenomenal. I want to know who he is. Um, yeah. But as far as like music goes, that's the inspiration. Like, yeah, they're the next spring of the horizon. Sleep, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like they, they are the next thing as long as they can keep things going it's it's incredible i agree um sleep tokens definitely not one of my answers because uh not to be a hipster or anything uh but I've, I've i've been a fan of their work since like 2017 wow hipster um, i'm a yeah <laughs> right i'm a i'm a really really big fan of holding absence and their original yeah. guitarist who is now the bassist of loathe uh yeah. produced their first ep uh, so oh, he was, cool. yeah, he was promoting that when it came out and I was like, well, this is interesting. And they have since developed like a very insane sound. And yeah, no, Sundowning is definitely one of my favorite albums, just period. Yeah, Not even just this or last year, but like, uh, same with Loathe's new album. Um, dude, Loathe was such a fucking good album. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, my two for this year, this is kind of hard, Kevin. I didn't realize how hard this question is. It's a be. good question, though. It's <laughs> a really question. fucking um, me up. Both of mine are, are bands that, like, kind of came out and did stuff this year. Oh, wait, no. I'll do one. Okay. Uh, Bad Flower. Yeah. Absolutely okay. Bad Flower. Yeah. Um, I, I have a very, like, sweet spot for just rock when it's done very well. And yeah. uh, I had never really like listened to this band, and then they put out a single this year called Thirty, and I went back and listened to their album Okay, I'm Sick, and I was like, there's just something so charming about their vocalist delivery, and it has such like a, he has such an emotional cadence that I just don't hear from even bands to come out of our scene these days. So definitely Bad Flower, and If I Die First. Uh, okay, um, cool. That's I'm fair. really, yeah, I'm really into the whole like post-hardcore like scene revival that's going on right now. Like yeah, bands like I Static Dress that. and stuff like that. Dude, Static, static Dress. dress Fuck, I should have said that. Damn yeah. it. I love a Static Dress. Same, definitely same. Who you uh, got? All right. What? Who you got, Cody? Me? Cody finally yeah. got it. Yeah. Um. Well, I was gonna say Sleep Token, but I mean, one other person who. Like, I have recently really started to like, like, I'd heard of him um, because I know that, like, he did a, a couple songs with Lil Peep, but Tyler got me on the Ghost Main <laughs> and, like, uh, every day. West Palm Beach fucking Florida. <laughs> oh, Ghost yeah. Main Fox. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'd say definitely him and, and Sleep Token for me this year. I've just started listening to and they're fucking sick yeah phenomenal what about you cam i think i have like technically three or but um how dare you you're not allowed <laughs> yeah there were set there. rules and you're just gonna immediately break Yo, you know, wait, go wait, ahead. Wait. i'm gonna tie them <laughs> i just realized you're wearing a coyotes hat yeah Ooh, boy. <laughs> i'm not a coyotes fan i just think the hat's hot i love the logo yeah. I just got hard for a second. You Damn made it. Paul's no, next. But I'm gonna, gonna, gonna be real with you. I can't. I do like the Yotes for taking two older Ranger players. So yes, yes, thank you, Derek. Step on Michael Grabner. <laughs> there, I said it. Um, but for this for this year, me, it's definitely got to be uh, honestly avoid. It's a really I was just telling you about that EP. I today. fucking yeah, love that EP. Yeah, it's so oh. good. 
I heard that first on the uh, NASCAR Heat 5 soundtrack. Yeah, it's on the fucking wow. NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know? I didn't even know this until I, like, I, I've started to, like, dick ride this band. I'm not going to fucking lie. I really enjoy their sound. And they remind me a lot of, um, um, there's, there's this band that, that uh, I used to be close with. They were called The White Noise. Yeah, like yeah. Yep, I do. Yeah, so they and, remind me a lot of them. And that's why I really dig what they're doing. And... Uh, they're actually a sponsor to a NASCAR driver, and I didn't even like know that until like looking at <laughs> like an actual sponsor to a NASCAR Xfinity <laughs> racer. I can feel Tyler's jealousy creeping out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very jealous. Yeah, we love NASCAR. <laughs> You're taking the Dale out of my Earnhardt right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think honestly, my last one, I would have to tie it between a band called Salt Wound and uh, Zulu, honestly, this year. Zulu Zulu fucking Zulu. Oh, yeah. Zulu is super low-key. That's a good-ass band, though, dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking the drummer of Dare. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Yeah. Old POC band, just balling. Violence, yeah. Literally. They have a, uh, they have a, what is it, 157 set? Yeah. And it's literally only seven minutes long, and then it's it's them playing like this record store, and it's just oh, they're playing minutes. up, they're playing program skate shop. Oh, it was skate shop, and Did it's they? just nothing but absolute chaos. And their vocalist did the uh, Michael Jackson split before the breakdown of one of their songs. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, All yeah, right, that's... so favorite albums, and then I think we're gonna wrap gonna wrap up. Yeah, call D. Favorite albums? Three. Three, three, three of them? Three um, my number one is uh, December Underground by AFI. Ooh. That's Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> number two. This is going to be a weird collection. It's, it's going to be so weird. Number two. I'm stoked on it. Um, probably Peripheral Vision by Turnover. Ooh. Oh, Shoegaze. <laughs> and then the third one. Uh, probably Hellboy by Lil Peep. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. completely not our genre at all. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's where the good influence comes in for yeah, your parts Yeah, of the songs. exactly. I, I don't really listen to a lot of, um, like, heavier stuff that's anymore, sick. really. Like, I, ever since, like, I, I don't want to say metalcore ever, like, died out, but it was almost like people grew out of it for a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. like... You know, when I was like, oh, A Day to Remember kind of puts out, like, the same album all the time, I <laughs> just kind of stopped listening to a lot of that kind of stuff. It's there. Oh, me? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the line. What do you mean? Realization of all shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I no, I got this. I got this memorized. Oh, Fucking uh, Meteora by Linkin Park. Yep. Fucking uh, The Black Parade by My Chem. Solid and Crisis by Alexis on Fire easily top three. I was about to say I saw you wearing that shirt and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Very underrated band, period. But uh, damn, they were really supposed to play Furnace Fest this year. Oh my god, don't remind me. Oh, <laughs> Fuck, I was gonna buy tickets to that and I never. Yeah, got I was. Too, so was yeah. I. <laughs> yep, we were both gonna go. Yeah, we were gonna go um, to LDB too, but that's not happening. Yeah, fucking thanks, exactly. COVID. Yep, <laughs> Tyler. Oh man! Oh no! I can um, answer this for you. Blink one eighty two. Blink one eighty two. Yeah. Blink one eighty two. <laughs> I think what you're looking for is fuck off. Um, 
No, I probably. <laughs> All the small things. My number one album is Blink-182, yes. It's, but what is it? Uh, it's the self-titled album. There it is. That's all I needed to know, yeah. Chief. No, the, the that's the right answer. Was was fucking phenomenal. A lot yep. of people hate on it, but dude, yep. that album, I did wonders. Um, it's honestly a hard tie. Uh, it's that album, and then I think it's tied with Juice World's Goodbye and Good Riddance. Ooh. Um, that album is just so fucking chill from Dude. front to back. Every time it reminds me of Virginia. Virginia yep. recording oh, fucking yep. the first volume. Yep. Oh, really? Where'd you guys um, record in Virginia? It was with uh, Zach Jones. Zach Jones. Yeah. He used oh, to play. my enemies and I. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, he records my friends in uh, Telltale. That's why. That's oh, awesome. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, oh, that's fucking sick. I'm from Virginia Beach originally, so that's why I asked. Nice. Dude, yeah. your Hooters down there is fucking banging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, dude. Woo. The chicken was sick. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't even know what a third one would be. It's. I'm going to throw it back on this one. It's probably going to be a mixture of... I think it's Stand Up and Scream by Asking Alexander. Really? That album was on repeat. Which is why I would... The only reason I'm saying that is just because of how much I listened to it at that point. It would have to be in top three to bottom. I would still... I would pick Someday Came Suddenly. That's just... I was going to say... That was going to be my (laughs) other. That was my... Yeah, that was my other. There you go. Dude, bro, Ashley's here? That's a fucking bop, dude. Dude, our... Our, our literally, I mean, like Kevin's mentioned that you guys have checked out the fuck. I mean, like our intro is People's Elbow. So, I mean, no, party foul. It's part, no, it's Party yeah. Foul. No, it's Party, party Foul. Foul's that's right. hard. Yeah. It's, it's the breakdown of Party Foul, which is one of my favorite breakdowns. It's so good, man. All right. Um, so, I have to tie with Tim on one of them. Fuck. Yeah, uh, it's Crisis. No, it's Meteora. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Meteora is incredible. Um, second. No, actually, not. Would be probably let's say the death card by Sworn In. Ooh, that is a fucking we'll say that one. I, I was know. not yeah, expecting that. That one's bit. always on repeat, man. The breakdown of deadpan is all that matters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. The panning of things are looking fucking bad every time I hear that song, dude. We all make this motherfucker no, no. shit. Be, it's my list is my favorite. Top four. Um, yep, and then yeah. Uh, oh, we're down. <laughs> La- last one um, would be Iowa by Slipknot. Oh, I feel that. Shit. Can There's we have so a bonus? Albums. Can we have cool. a because I just remembered Creatures by Motionless and Light. Yeah, okay. Oh that was Actually, that yeah. would have been my third. Yo, my solid third. When they were when they were recording uh what was it? Ruiners. Ruiners. Oh yeah. Oh, we did it with Vinny from their drummer <laughs> Vinny. Yeah, the dude who produced our first EP, Logan, actually does Logan Beaver. He does guitar tech and I think he does management now for motionless yeah that's it. he was tming he like um, sound for slip he was he was to- he was tming sworn in when we went there and now he's been doing motionless and like Beartooth. um kevin do you want to go first or do you want me to go first i'm gonna go first and i think right. the only problem i have is my three spot um for me it's definitely uh hybrid theory by lincoln park is that your one or three that's my one. That's like my number okay. one of all time. Uh, I think number two would be As Daylight Dies by Killswitch Engage. Yeah. Cool. Good one. Haven't heard that um, in a long time. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's literally the album that got me into metalcore. Uh, did you ever catch album. them live, by the way? What was it? Did you ever catch them live, by the way? I was supposed to this year, literally <laughs> the week before <laughs> Corona started. Yeah. With August Burns Red and Light the Torch. Yo, oh. fuck you, COVID. <laughs> uh, and then, honestly, I think I'm for a toss up for, I'm just going to throw in an album from like this year or last year. I'm honestly going to have to say probably suicide season. I bring yeah. me. All right. Yep. Word. Hint, hint. So God, my I'm number, my number one is, um, Oh, Oh, yeah. oh I get you. <laughs> oh shit. I just realized I should have said new demons by icy stars. Oh, oh yeah, you should. Oh fuck! I so fucked with the like, stars. So I think you're hard. the only one I know yeah, that fucks I with them super so, hard. Dude. Oh my he god! Oh, Sarah, Sarah, I had Sarah sell merch for them, and we had them in that corny. Oh, uh, true. Wow. It's just, just, just because she thinks Devin's a beautiful human being. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one is uh, "Violent Things" by a band called The Brobecks. Yep. Okay. Uh, they are, are you guys familiar with who, uh, Dallin Weeks is? He played bass for Panic at the Disco for a long time. He's currently in a project called, I don't know how, but they found me with, Dude, uh, I've been, I've been jamming that. They just dropped a new album. Oh yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago. They're, so they're that, fun. that band was the Brobecks. Uh, and he kind of like revitalized it and modernized the sound to be something else. But, uh, no, Violent Things was his band before he joined Panic. And that's probably one of my favorite albums if not my favorite album of all time. Uh, oh, yeah. Two is Dying Is Your Latest Fashion by Escape the Fate. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that album is sick. Surely. Shut! Oh, Jesus. Surely, yeah. The fucking Surely. scene kid in Tyler is just popping off right now. <laughs> Same. The guy liner's coming back, dude. Literally, that is the album that got me into, like, everything. Uh, and then number three is also tied. Sorry, but... Uh, Flair for the Dramatic by Pierce the Veil and um, probably uh, a reintroduction by Capsize, even though like fuck Daniel Bond. Dude, uh, I fuck with Capsize. But uh, Capsize was like my favorite band of all time until, you know, the inevitability of you know, <laughs> shitty people's yeah. past coming back for them. But uh, oh, yeah. that album is it. my biggest in, like influence in writing and everything like that. Like I fuck mm-hmm. with like melodic post-hardcore very, very hard. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just gonna do one more question because we have four more minutes, and I kind of just want to take that time. Up, man. Uh, oh, favorite going. song of yours from each Oof. of you? Oh Fuck. man! Oh man! That's so hard. Ico. <laughs> I can't even pick. <laughs> oh, it's Ico. Oh, it's nose goes. I gotta fucking end. think, man. Oh, fuck it. Um, I mean, it'd be cliche, but like, I, I don't care. Missing No, honestly, like that song. Yeah. You pushed for that song harder than anybody. Cause it, I fucking loved it. You had a lot of a lot of passion into it, which is funny because I was the most negative about it, and it ended up being one of my favorites. Well, that's because it yeah. sucked ass like nine months. Ago. Oh my god, it was true, dude. I almost feel like I like. As soon as Tim came up with the idea of it being missing, though, I was like, okay, that's immediately my favorite. Just because Pokemon. I'm a, yeah, I'm a nerd. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, so I was like, all right, that's it. But I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'll, I'll say, like, my favorite song playing live 
um, so far. I really like in the end, just because there's just so much going on, so many emotions all in one song. Definitely. That's my favorite to play. I love, the, I love the section of that song where it just goes into the snapping. That's yeah, yeah, dude. I love that. It's such a clean ass transition. I feel like Hedgehog's dilemma has like a similar, like yeah, for lack of a better term, crescendo of emotions. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. We, we found our ghost inside. It's well, yeah, like ghost <laughs> that like that early yeah. to mid, no, I, even later, like mid to late two thousands metalcore. That's yeah. like that's what it embodies. I feel exactly. like exactly. Yeah, I'd say but, Hedgehog dilemma for me in the end or a new one that is going to be released that we worked oh, on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that song is a fucking dick slap, dude. <laughs> At straight ass beater. It's oh, it's a it's, crowd killer. Just send it's, the demo it's after something. Yeah, like we'll, little, we'll yeah, give you a little we'll, clip. We'll, we'll give, give you a little, little boy. Just, just this much. All right, Paul, go. Oh, you already said I go fuck off. You already said I go. Fair point. But that's fuck it. me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Do we have do we have time to ask what your guys' favorite is? Yeah. Uh yeah, you do. Um <laughs> honestly <Unfortunately>. for me, <laughs> it's gotta be either Ico or Separation Anxiety. All right. I fucking love okay. separation anxiety mainly because of that two step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the ending breakdown. I'm telling y'all, if y'all when y'all whenever y'all play Florida or if I'm ever in like New Jersey and y'all have a show, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. You better. Um, or we're not gonna talk. Mine, mine is honestly, <laughs> mine is honestly Hedgehog's dilemma, purely off of, and I, I've brought this up when we covered this on on the podcast. I have never heard a band nail that sound of like there is a hell. Like I never have ever. Like whenever I've hear, heard anybody try to even replicate that, it's just fallen through. And the fact that like Cody, the way that you just like took that style and just fucking nailed it like wowed the fuck out of me because there is a hell is also like one of my favorite albums it's literally that like number four like number five spot right funnily enough that's the one that has the nod to that right like to chris oh yeah it does yeah it has a nod to it actually has a nod to that is it the uh is it the the string section like the no no, it's close it's something lyrical Oh, no, gotcha. And it's very when you read it in oh, yeah. in time with the song, it like it's like oh. Yeah. All right, guys, we really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, we're about we got less than one minute left, but thank you guys so much for your time, and definitely go check out Missing Number. It's about a a, a meme, but also like a fucked up manga on Hentai Haven. So go check out that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you you guys for having us. Have a good one, y'all.